Let's go talk about Michigan-Alabama. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Doing great, brother. Just uh, had some interviews this morning with the Michigan and Alabama players and coaches. And uh, first day of uh, really getting after it, man. Should be a fun one on Monday. So what's the vibe? Because uh, you've traveled with Michigan, big games, conference road games, non-conference. What's your feel right now early there in California from the Michigan side, from the team, support staff, what vibe are you getting? Yeah, it's funny because you get different vibes from different people down here listening to Jesse Minner talk. And, you know, there's a lot of coach speak going on, but Michigan's defensive coordinator said, you know, there are matchup problems all over the field. They've got great speed. He talked about the elite track speed of their receivers and how good their backs are. And uh, the numbers don't really back it up that, uh, that this is some kind of a juggernaut Alabama offense, but they have players. And when they play at their best and they, they reach their ceiling, then this is a good football team. And, he did say he thought this would, would be the best offensive football team that Michigan faced this year. And a lot of that's based on potential and, and where guys were rated. They've got a, a right tackle or a left tackle, actually, uh, a true freshman that has struggled at times this year. And they've had to chip with uh, sending another blocker over there to help him out. So that's something Michigan has seen on film. But uh, Michigan players like Rod Moore, the safety, he said, you know, I, you know, SEC speed is, you know, just it's all talk. He said everybody's got speed. And we're not concerned. And Mason Graham, uh, Michigan's defensive tackle, said, yeah, they're big. You just use your technique and your leverage, and they feel pretty confident. So uh, I think they came out here to win this game, Bill. They're a little bit embarrassed about how the last two have gone. And what Moore said is that they do not want to be have that legacy of being the team that lost three college football playoff teams in a row. So uh, it's great beating Ohio State three times in a row, like he said. But this is what they've been after all year. This is what they came back for. And they've been preparing pretty hard for this moment. What do you think? When you look at Alabama, what they have, you know what Michigan has. The line on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board is uh, hovered right there around one, which is basically a coin flip game, and it comes down to big plays in a big game. I mean, we can use all the sports cliches, but when you line up the strengths of Michigan versus the strengths of Alabama, Chris, who do you give the edge to? Yeah, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game probably in the 20s. I think the defenses are going to be probably in control here. I don't like Michigan's receivers against Alabama's secondary, and I don't think anybody does. If you look at what they've got back there, three all-SEC performers and a couple guys are going to be drafted in the first round, that's going to be tough. Uh, Getting off the line of scrimmage is going to be key there, and that's something that a lot of teams have not respected Michigan with this year. And then then Michigan's offensive line, Carson Barnhart was banged up. We've talked to some people. Uh, He's back and he's healthier, but now he's playing inside. And you've got guys like Trent A. Jones and Ladarius Henderson who have struggled in pass protection at times this year on the edges. Miles Hinton as well. uh, Going against a pair of defensive tackles, defensive ends that are going to be able to get the quarterback. And we saw how it changed the Michigan approach in the Penn State game. Frankly, it changed their entire game plan after the second series because they couldn't block Robinson. So that's why they ended up running 32 straight times. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that against this football team that is uh, better defensively even than Penn State, which is a a good defensive football team. There are times, though, that they break down and and they've got the players, but they're out of position. So if Michigan can maybe go break tendency here and get a couple of big plays, loosen loosen them up a little bit, I think they'll have a better chance to move the ball. And then they've got to use J.J. McCarthy. Bill, you and I have talked about this many times, that use his feet, do whatever you can to get him involved in the game plan, 
because she's one of your best athletes. You need to stress that defense with 11 guys, not just 10. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan from California, getting ready uh, for Michigan-Alabama on Monday. Full coverage around the clock at the Wolverine.com. Uh, uh, who are players that uh, this could be their moment that they springboard into next year, that whether it's the semifinal game on Monday in the Rose Bowl or if Michigan advances to the national championship game, uh, this playoff uh, that could launch uh, another Michigan name with the fans. Yeah, you know what? I think this is a big one for Junior Colson, uh, Michigan's inside linebacker, and, and there's so much stress on the inside linebackers here. Mike Barrett's had a good year. Junior Colson's been up and down. He's been playing with a broken bone in his hand for most of the year. He had a big cast on it today. I asked him, I said specifically, uh, is that thing going to get smaller before the game? And he said, no, it's going to get bigger. So he's going to be playing with a club on his hand again. And uh, it's tough to bring down a guy like Jalen Milrow, Alabama's quarterback, with one hand. Uh, so, you know, what he's done out there with that big club on his hand has been pretty impressive but he's a guy that I think if they do decide to spy Milrow uh, he's got the speed he's got the ability the sideline to sideline ability that few Michigan linebackers have had maybe a Larry Foote type several years ago that uh, that can really get some things done and really if he decides to come back next year and I think he was probably leaning towards that uh, we talked to him we talked to Rod Moore about that possibility they said yes it's definitely a possibility that we'll be back next year and I think that could really help him and move up, move up on draft boards next year. I think right now he'd be you know, somewhere in the middle rounds, but uh, he's got the size and the speed if he has a great game uh, in the Rose Bowl to really help his stock. So um, some of the young receivers, too. Uh, you know, a guy like Donovan Edwards really needs to redeem himself uh, at running back, and I think that they could use him out of the backfield a little bit. He's not had the type of year that people had hoped he would have. The knee injury maybe hindered him a little bit. He seems to be running tentatively, but they've got to get their athletes out there, and he could have a, the type of game that could really kind of redeem his entire season. He's had his moments, but uh, has really been held in check most of the year when a lot of people thought he would break out. So this is going to be an opportunity for him, too, in my opinion, on the biggest stage to really show what he can do. Uh, Harbaugh, in his first comments, uh, said his focus is on the game, Again, reports say that the Chargers are prepared to open uh, their wallets, which they haven't really done uh, with coaches or with you know anybody beyond players in the history of that franchise. Uh, could this be Harbaugh's last game or possibly last two games at Michigan? Sure. Absolutely. He's got an agent now in Don Yee who's got NFL ties. You don't hire a guy like that unless you have some – some serious, uh, you know, thoughts about going back to the NFL, and um, I'm not saying he's going to. I'm not saying it's a done deal, but to, to say it's not a possibility uh, would be naive at this point. He has flirted with it in the past. If it's LA, they've got a terrible salary cap situation. Uh, a lot of people don't believe that he would be able to put a, an elite staff around him because they don't think they would open up the wallet that much, especially if they spend that much on a head coach. But some of the numbers being thrown around out there are not accurate, though. I don't believe the $10 million or the 10-year $125 million deal. I still think it's a shorter contract that Michigan has offered him. I think that his agent is probably using that to posture to get better offers from NFL teams, which is another indication that 
okay, Harbaugh is at least seriously considering the NFL, and he's asking his agent to to at least look around for him. So we'll see what what possibilities open up. That's really the one right now. The Raiders, um, with Pierce right now, seem to be doing pretty well. They like their interim guy. Uh, The Bears are playing better. So, But there will be other ones that open up. And the fact that he has not signed his contract yet is pretty indicative, right, Bill, that uh, he wants to see what else is out there. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line from California talking about Michigan and Alabama. J.J. McCarthy, you know, we talk about who's the next player to splash with the fans, but I, I kind of lean towards the Michigan defense and their speed to not give up the edge uh, to Milrow, the rushing QB, and for uh-huh. J.J. McCarthy uh, to have a Columbus-Ohio-like game for Michigan at quarterback for the Wolverines to win. Yeah, and he's healthy now. He had a, a deep knee bruise, I think it was, for quite a few games there, Penn State and Maryland, and you could tell he was just a – he would, just wasn't J.J. McCarthy out there. He looked better against Ohio State and was moving better, still wasn't 100%. He will be 100% in this game, and he is the kind of guy that is a difference maker. And Minter talked about that today, about those guys are the ones that can make the second play. When a play breaks down, keeps the eyes downfield – it breaks down. We saw Lamar Jackson do it against San Francisco. Uh, he kind of talked about that a little bit, and he said, this is a guy that, hey, if uh, if it's not there in the first, second, third reads aren't there, you're scrambling, and you can still make a big play. Those are the kinds of guys that can win you ball games. and I think that McCarthy is that kind of guy, and he's shown it. Uh, he kind of showed it again against Michigan State as well. They were never going to lose that football game, but a lot of those plays he made were not designed to go where they did on third downs and third and longs. So if he has that type of a game, and if he has the kind of game that he is capable of playing and avoids the big mistakes that he had last year against TCU and doesn't try to force anything, he could be the difference maker in this game. I think it's certainly possible. So I've got Alabama winning a close one, Bill, but uh, if J.J. McCarthy were to go off and play like the Heisman candidate he was in the middle of the year, now that he's healthy, certainly Michigan can win this football game. Yeah, and I I don't know if you're going to get into this. Uh, J.J. throws for 300-plus yards against that Alabama defense. I kind of look at this game after watching a couple of Alabama games on the DVR. I I think going into this game kind of has the feel that Michigan had – when they were going to Penn State. I know they didn't have, have Harbaugh and they had a ton of off-the-field drama going on, but from a pure football standpoint, I really think what they were able to do at Penn State, this kind of feels like the type of game it will be against Alabama. Yeah, hopefully they won't run it 32 times in a row, though, because I don't think they'll be able to get away with that against this team. They've got two good ends, not just one, and I don't think that they're the, – the, obviously the Alabama offense is better than the Penn State offense, which couldn't move the ball across the street against Michigan in that football game with Drew Allar. Jalen Milrow it provides a different dynamic with his feet. He's not, you know, everybody's making him out to be Michael Vick, and he's not that, but he was top 10 for the Heisman. The guy throws a better pass than people give him credit for, and he's 6'3", 220 pounds, 225 pounds, and runs like a running back. So that's something that Michigan hasn't seen this year. If they get to the end of the backfield, you got to bring him down. And like Minner said, it's like you got to tackle him like you're tackling Derrick Henry, not, you know, you can't push him out of bounds. you got to make that play. you got to tackle him like he's a running back, because that's essentially what he is. So uh, I think they're going to have to mix it up a little bit more than that and break tendency more than anything, Bill. Like, uh, go, go out there and in some formations that you've shown and 
they're expecting one thing, hit them with something else, and and go that route. I think that's the way they're going to move the ball on Alabama, and hopefully they have their best game plan of the year and one that's been much better than the last two years they've been down there in the playoff. Uh, the health of this Michigan football team going into Monday's semifinal matchup with Alabama, where are they at in terms of yep. injuries, recovery time, and who could be back or who's out? Yeah, much better. Uh, Zach Zinter will obviously miss the game, and that's huge. I don't think people understand how good he is as an offensive guard. Now, Barnhart's okay and pretty good in there and better at guard than he was at tackle, but that's a loss. There's no question about it. And uh, But Barnhart is better. He had issues with his hips, I heard, earlier this year, and which really hindered him. Uh, Junior Colson, like I said, has that big club on his hand, but he's going to play through it. And other than that, everybody is getting closing in on or, or at 100%. So this will be as healthy as Michigan's been in a while. They needed the rest. They've kind of taken it a little bit easier rather than hitting as much as they did the last couple of years, and they're hopeful that that will have them ready to beat Alabama. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us from Pasadena, getting set for Monday's Rose Bowl. Total team coverage uh, leading up to the game, during the game, and after the game at the Wolverine Dot com. Chris, appreciate the update. Anytime, my friend. Thanks for having me.